Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Mike Stratton, who is the boss man of TenantServe, who are an eviction specialist for tenants. Mike, thanks for joining me today. Uh, the question I would like to ask you is, talk to me about the eviction process post-COVID. Talk to me. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me today anyway. Pleasure. Really Pleasure. appreciate that. Pleasure. Um, it it's really was one of those times where um, COVID threw everything on its head. The courts shut, bailiffs stopped, um, you know, and it was literally a closed shop. And nobody knew what was going to happen. Um, we had that, you know, the bailiff's going to take somebody out of a house on a, on a Friday, cancelled. So post-COVID, it's slowly coming back to normal. And I mean slowly. The courts are using COVID as an excuse. Um, you know, they're, they're restricting the number of people going into court uh, to, for the hearings. And it's just slowed it up. And they really are looking for excuses um, to chuck a case out. You know, everything has to be absolutely right or it's out. So post-COVID, um, slow but progressing. Okay. So what are the sort of excuses that, that courts are using that probably would have got under the radar pre-COVID? Okay, the correct notice. So during uh, COVID, um, you had to adhere to the notice, the revived notice that the government put out. And if you weren't aware of that, then it's, it's out. Also, the, um, you have to make sure that uh, everything's okay with the, with the client over COVID so that they're not uh, suffering through that. You have to have evidence of that. If you haven't got that, it's out. What does evidence look like? Um, it's it's a, a, a form saying, um, you know, are you okay? Is is everything right? But they're not going to sign that at the bottom, are they? They do, and the people that knew the system played the system. Believe you me, they took advice uh, from various charity organisations, um, and uh, they they have put, you know, and the same now as as breathing um, space, that is being abused. That is that is one of those contentious items there that. Uh, even yet, even Friday, just gone, uh, another case there, the bailiffs have now been stopped on breathing space. They're all to do with the COVID regulations. And um, we all think that COVID's come and gone. Uh, well, believe you me, in the courts it hasn't. Well, we're filming this in late July 22, so it's been around a while, it's, the breathing space legislation, hasn't it? It's been around too long, you know, it's an excuse. If someone is genuinely, if you, if you, you know, genuinely are under the, you know, there's something happening and you're trying to sort your bankruptcy out or your finance out, hey, good, good luck. But don't use that as an excuse. You know, the majority of my cases on Section 8, um, the tenants are looking for every which way um, to wringle out of it. So it's the responsibility of the agents to ensure that the right forms are filled in. What, uh, anything else that agents could be doing? Um, yes, it is. That, that, that it has to be the right form. It also means that it has to be in the right format and it has to be presented uh, on time. And so for agents, um, we do an awful lot of Section 8. That's, that's our, our main side. Um, and it looks quite simple on paper, um, but it's not. Even down to the representation. So if you've done court before, brilliant. If you know the format and you know you can talk to the judge, but we put an advocate in. And an advocate uh, runs that day. You know, they run the hearing. An advocate, posh word for a solicitor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> posh word. Yes. And do you think an awful lot of letting agents try and do it themselves? You know, a lot of letting agents, they're, they're perfectionists. They want to do everything right. I'm surprised they would want to go into, into the courtroom and, you know, why do you think agents do that? I think sometimes 
it's, it's to do with control. They want to keep control of something, they want to keep it in-house, which is a natural thing to do in business. But there are so many mistakes that can be made. And uh, to represent in court, um, yes, you need a professional. I mean, I, I talk to some letting agents and you can wave goodbye to a whole day if you're in court, can't you? <laughs> yes, you can. And there's the cost uh, side. You know, what does a, what does a, 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 unless they're going to do it as a uh, free gratis, you know, we're going to come along and do it for you anyway for a good landlord, or what do they charge? And the average is £200, £300 um, to attend. So, you know, when you, when you compare, and our, our advocate, you know, that, that's the representation. And they know, they can talk to the, the judge on the side. They can go into chamber and, you know, that's the difference. So an, an agent has to be really aware of the, of the cost involved on attending. I mean, does it, does it cost any more to get an advocate in compared to an agent charging two or three hundred pounds? Uh, yes, it does. Yes. But yeah. I'm assuming you're more likely to get possession, aren't you? Yes, you are. Yes, because... They, they know, and I always say to an, a, a landlord, if you wish to attend, attend. Lots don't because of the aggravation that might be something going on. They want a third party just to deal with it. But if they do, then sometimes the question's asked in court that the advocate is, has not got that information. Um, it could be an obscure question. And the landlord can then reply that, and it saves an adjournment, and that saves time. Um, so, yes, it's, it's all about information that to, to relates to the case. So your advice is get, a, get a, someone who's qualified in this, who specialises this, not just a normal general practice solicitor, someone who specialises in, in Section 8 notices and housing law. And if you can, get the, age, the landlord or necessarily, could the letting agent answer the question? Yes, I can. Yes. Yeah. But due to COVID at the present time, they're restricting the numbers in court. So you have either or. What would you recommend, the landlord? Or, I mean, again, with the, most of the people watching this are going to be letting agents, not landlords. Would you recommend they attend, or would you send the landlord? I'd say, don't, don't, if you don't want to attend, don't attend. Our, our advocate um, has it. If we have all the information beforehand and it's all served correctly um, and the bundle's correct, then you don't need to attend. It saves time. And do you think uh, tenants nowadays are getting legal advice, even though, I mean, it's, you know, through legal aid, or they're getting it through, you know, certain charities to, to, to put barriers in the way? And what can agents do to mitigate that risk? <laughs> okay. The worst offender, uh, in my opinion, is the council. Um, even a legal notice, they say it's wrong, and they say, go back and check that. It's, 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 not, it's void. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So it, it's, it's where they take their advice from. If it's uh, somewhere like an, a, a charity, um, then all they're interested in uh, is, is further in their name. Um, you know, so the advice they give them is, is don't say anything, shut down, sit tight, you know, don't move out. So, and Google, you know, there's a lot of information on there. There's a lot of good information. Our website carries some good information. A tenant can read that and see, you know, because to be fair, Everybody should know the process. And then just finally on this video, um, the, the white paper's out at the moment. We're in late July 22 um, about the removal of no-fault section 21. So I know that decision hasn't been made, but if you don't mind me asking, if that does get removed, what needs to be put in place to protect landlords? Okay. A landlord needs their property back for re re renovation, for selling, um, or to move back into so those three things are the crucial ones, and you need a facility for that to happen. At the present time, they keep saying, it, you know, the, 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 the name of that is a, a no-fault eviction. 
What it, what it actually is, is you don't have to give a reason at the present time. So under the Section 8, you would have to give a, set, a, a reason, but those three things should be included. And I know that there's a lot of work in the background going on, a lot of lobbying, you know, but until it's out, um, none of us knows what it's going to include. Interesting times ahead. Thank you for your time today, Mike. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.